0: you've been listening to ken lane the mountain gardener green thumbs learned while working in the family garden center now welcome back to the mountain gardener
1: Oh, got it. And we are back with Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. She comes each week with your garden question. Just what are people talking about? And uh, what are your neighbors asking? What are they coming into the garden center with bags of pestilence and disease what question? What are they seeing in the yard? Sometimes there's, if there's a hundred gardeners in the neighborhood, let's see what all, if someone's seeing something, let's share that. Instead of a social media outlet, we have uh, well, the mountain gardener with Lisa. Lisa <laughs> Waters Lane. She comes in each week and just shares that with you. Welcome, Lisa.
0: Thank you. Good to be here. It is good As to always. be here.
1: Autumn is here. It's like, we it's autumn been here for two weeks, and yeah. it just feels like, well, it's like my favorite time of year. The mountains of Arizona. It's a famous time of year. <laughs>
0: I thought you didn't like
1: fall. I don't, because it reminds me that spring is over. <laughs> this My favorite time is summer.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, if I had another daughter or son, I would name them summer. because son named summer? Summer. <laughs> I don't care, I like it that much. It'd be oh, worthwhile. No. What's your favorite season?
0: Fall. Always oh. fall. Yeah, everyone. Fall. Yeah. The nights are cool, the mornings are cool, days are just right. It's a good just time.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, what are people talking about out in the gardens?
0: Well, our first question is from Penny and Prescott, she has a peony question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you're going to use someone summer from Chino Valley. We're golden.
0: <laughs> no. So Penny wants to know when do you cut back your peonies? Yeah, and question. when is the right time to fertilize the peonies?
1: Great question, Penny. Or yeah, Penny. Penny. Penny with the peonies. We're in Prescott. Penny peony. In the Prescott. peonies. And they'll grow anywhere in the Central Highlands. So in, anywhere from probably. 3,500 foot and above, so that'd be Camp Verde, Cottonwood, Sedona, all the way up to Flagstaff. Uh, Peonies are gonna grow well. The challenge is gonna be that clay soil. So that's what, peony have this real fibrous root mass. And so if they get in real heavy soil and they just sit there, uh, they'll rot on you. So they Mm -hmm. just sit there and turn to mush. So uh, we've killed a few in our yard. We're masters at killing plants, mm-hmm. especially peonies. And we've killed like three or four. We have- I shouldn't say that over the airway. That's it's like embarrassing.
0: But we have a heavy, heavy
1: clay. Oh, yeah. super ridiculous oh, yeah. clay on a north slope. So it never dries. So now we grow peonies and raise beds and containers. Mm-hmm. Game changer. All of a sudden they started thriving within a long time. So uh, obviously Prescott has got different kinds of soils. Depending mm-hmm. on where, what hillside you're looking at, just make sure the so- soil drains. We say that 10 times fast and you're fine. (laughs) So but her question is, Peony, when do you cut them back? Don't feel rushed. Penny, Uh, let them die back naturally. So they're going to start turning color. They'll get this beautiful gold color like aspen gold. And they're up about knee high to hip high, depending on what variety that you have in your yard. But let them do their thing, because what they'll do is they'll start shutting down. They'll pull all that carbohydrates, all the sugars from the foliage or pull it down into the into the roots. And they'll store that stuff up. And so they're actually bulking up on their roots. If you whack off on them, they don't get a chance to do that. And they'll lose that last. You know, it's kind of like uh, vegetables or, or, or apples on a tree. Those last few days make a big difference in the taste. If you Pick them early, a week early and ship them to the grocery store. They just don't have the same flavor. Right off the tree, game changer. Well, your peonies are the same way. They're those last few days, it's storing up so much of that those sugars to make next year's flower that mm-hmm. it's it's important to leave it. Once it dies back and it's all either gold or, or even brown, that straw-colored, then whack them off right to the ground. So, uh, But don't feel rushed. If you're up in the higher elevations, so this is broadcast all over – Higher elevations, I really encourage you folks in Williams, the Flagstaff, and the White Mountains, the Muggyon Rim, Strawberry, pine, you know, Pine Lake Top, leave the foliage on there, and then prune it back in like March and April, so that that foliage will actually insulate or uh, kind of protect that root, so it keeps some of that cold from permeating down into the heart and taking out some of the eyes. So, but in the lower elevations, if you're below six thousand feet. Whack it off when you're done. When when it's brown, you can whack it off anytime you want. Oh, fertilize. You mentioned that too. Do it now. So anything that blooms in the spring, it's really important to fertilize now. So you really want to fertilize all. You want to fertilize everything in the yard before Halloween. But especially peonies. Apples, pears, any all your fruiting trees, your lilacs, forsythia, flowering quince, anything that blooms in the spring, uh, rhododendrons and azaleas. Fertilize all of those. It, this is the most important feeding of the entire year, no question about it. Uh, and if it hasn't bloomed as well as you wanted it to, I'd do it again at the new year. Use all-purpose plant food. It's a seven-four-four all-purpose. It's a, it's a organic, but that cottonseed meal. Mixed in that is it just brings the pH down that the plant can pick it up really easily. It's going to start and make next year's flower for you. So really important to I do it now. Lilacs, if they've not bloomed well for you, like our lilacs been in bloom for, well, since April. It's crazy. Fertilize it. Fertilize it now, New Year, and you'll get better flowers. Next spring, guaranteed. So, what are your
0: thoughts on adding uh, bone meal or superphosphate? Would that be a good idea? It too? could,
1: if you've got a stubborn one. I mean, just it just hasn't bloomed in two or three years. Yeah, but if, really, if, if you're fertilizing regularly, you mm-hmm. shouldn't need that. What superphosphate is is zero eighteen zero, bone meal is zero ten zero. It's all that middle number phosphorus. And so yeah, if you want, if you want to enter it in the county fair, you, you load <laughs> it up with with phosphorus and it just almost glows at night. The flowers are so bright and so big. We go through, I mean, the main thing is all-purpose food. And then we I do get a like a 20-pound bag every year. I just sprinkle it on every once in a while through the the uh, autumn sage, your your Russian sage, Echinacea's, galardias, all those things that bloom a lot. That's a way to keep them blooming a lot. Mm-hmm. If you want a bigger flower, not just flowers, I want flowers on steroids. Superphosphate makes a big difference, so that can help, especially peonies, because mm-hmm. you kind of want that whole thing covered with flowers and spring. Yeah, that fragrance permeates. It's a one shot deal. Yeah, makes <laughs> you bloom for a month and just be. Oh my gosh, I can't believe how beautiful that is. Okay. So superphosphate helps. You do it in addition; it's not one or the other. Right. It's mainly the food is a seven four four all-purpose plant food and. Mm-hmm kind of the snack, the, the addition, the, the frosting on the fruit, on the uh, fruit food would be the super phosphate. Right.
0: Right. Okay. So Henry in Prescott Valley has a question. He had two red yuccas yeah. in his yard that yeah. were starting to look kind of funky. Yeah. So he went out to, you know, see what was going on, touched them and they basically fell oh, over because the they had no roots. Gophers.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, he didn't think it was gophers. Yeah. Okay.
1: Could be. So yeah.
0: any other thoughts of oh, what else could so, do? You so
1: a couple things can take those out. So, uh, yuccas have a real fleshy root structure and it's very uh, high in, in starch. So sometimes javelina will come in and dig that up and eat it. It's not that. The other culprit, there's only really two that I can think of grubs. What do you think? I mean, there's some white grubs that can go in there and eat the roots. I mean,
0: I've, I've seen yuccas. Grubs love yuccas. Yep. Gophers love yuccas. Gophers. <laughs>
1: They're sweet. They're tasty. So they you, make tequila out of them. Right,
0: right. But if you're not seeing any gopher mounds or gopher yeah. activity, then you kind of go to the default. Yeah, grubs.
1: grubs. Yeah. Kevin, I would say the test would be take your yucca and dig a test hole. Just take a hand drill. Just beside there. So yeah. the roots somewhere. Dig around in there. And, and, and you'll see grubs right away. It's not just one. These are white kind of C-shaped worms. Mm-hmm. And what they do for a living, they live their entire life down below the ground. And they eat the roots of plants. Mm-hmm. And they like certain plants. They got their right. favorite thing. And yucca is one of those. Uh, and they, they congregate by the, literally I've seen by the thousands. It could be, it could be frightening. Uh, like a, a Martian horror movie. That's what it looks like. The ground is moving when you dig a test hole. You see one. You've got many coming to get us. Super easy. There's a grub killer we threw. Sprinkle mm-hmm. on there. Water it in. Eliminates grubs for a year. It's a great product. It's called grub, grub Killer. Grub Killer. We don't get original <laughs> here. Just kind of, we just talk. We're just gardeners. We got grubs. We got Grub Killer. Take it right out. So uh, also, um, if you've got little cone shaped holes in your yard, those are skunk. Skunks are eating the grubs. That's another right. indication. If you've got these old perfectly shaped cones dug into the ground, that's where the skunk is eating the grubs. And so now it's an indicator. Oh. I have grub problems, right. so you kind of you can you can read nature that way and, and get a feel for it. Yep. We are out of time. Boy, that was a good you question. You
0: just talked too much. That's why.
1: I like Never talking mind. to pretty women. Huh? <laughs> do, we want to go, do you want to go down that path? <laughs> Kenneth Lisa Lane, the mountain gardeners, Maybe will be right we're back. Approaching on your privacy, we have just the solution.
0: At Waters, we have an entire section of thick, bold plants dedicated to privacy.
1: Fall is a time to plant a new privacy hedge, and we're here as advisors.
0: Take a quick measurement and snap a picture before you come visit, and you'll quickly be living in privacy once again.
1: Plus, our team of experts know how to plant to increase plant growth next spring we'll show you how
0: waters garden center we know privacy in your backyard you're listening to ken lane aka the mountain gardener ken can be found throughout the week in prescott at waters garden center Listen each week as he answers timely garden questions unique to mountain gardens.
1: If you enjoy this show and would like to hear more, please subscribe to The Mountain Gardener, wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And if you'd like even more garden tips, tricks, and helpful advice, please check out my website at watersgardencenter.com for classes, videos, and more. Or my online garden center at top10plants.com. Throughout the week, Lisa and I can be found here at Waters Garden Center in Prescott.